With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Find more great shows or join the team at sport social.co.uk. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Total Screamers podcast. My name is Simmel, and today I'm joined by Adam, Jed, and Billy. Adam, how are you, mate? Uh, I'm doing very well, thank you, Simmel. How are you? Very well, mate. I've just noticed that this is your first podcast since joining the Screamers team, or the Total Liverpool team, but joining the, the Screamers team <laughs> as, a, as a whole. Is it as terrible as you thought it was going to be? <laughs> um, now nah, do you know what I've, I've, I've had a lot of fun met a, met a lot of very cool people um, clashed a couple of opinions um, yeah. but it's also part of it we, that's uh, what it's all about yeah. but now nah, having, having a great time and I'm, I'm very thankful to be on yeah thanks very much mate lies from Adam lies <laughs> <laughs> um, Jed um, this is this is not your first time uh, you've been on many many times uh, how I'm about a veteran you? now mate yeah. yeah I'm a, a veteran um, I like to think of myself as a seasoned pro. Um, seasoned pro. But why is that? in the legs, the still does a job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just the presence in the dressing room at this point. Um, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm all right, mate. I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad good to, back, glad to hear it, mate. Glad to hear it. Billy, how are you, son? I'm very well, thank you. Not I'm good. 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 Billy's always good. I am. Always. <laughs> always. Always. Even though Villa aren't doing very well already. Uh, but <laughs> before we come to... No need. No need. Uh, <laughs> before we come to, to Villa, let's start on Liverpool-Burnley because that is the first match of this, this week's um, match day fixtures. Uh, we, me and Adam talked about this in depth on Total Liverpool. Um, if you want to hear a wee bit more about that, go over there and um, listen to it where we, we talk about it for like 20 minutes or so. Um, but... To sum up what we said on Total Liverpool, what, what are your thoughts on how this match is going to go, Adam? Um, well, I think I think in terms of the scoreline, I, th- I think I predicted 1-0 Liverpool with a Naby Keita goal. Mm-hmm. Um, wild, I know. Um, but look, <laughs> in all seriousness, Liverpool are, I think, currently the most informed team in the Premier League if we're going back from the past previous 10 fixtures. 
Mm-hmm. I think we're unbeaten in 11 now. Uh, whereas Burnley, on the flip side, they've lost, I think it's eight of their last 10 league games. Ooh. Um yeah, <laughs> a lot of stats in there for you. Yeah. Statman Adam over here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like uh, like like I said, I think I think we've got enough this season to to sort of break that that two banks of four that Burnley are going to put up against us. I know we struggled a little bit last season, um, but I just think it's going to be one of those games where a full strength football team just has enough to get the game over the line and, and see out three points. Yeah, I'm very much in the same camp as that. I think it, the the first goal in this game is going to be key um, to how the how it turns out. Um, I think if Burnley get the first goal, they'll sit back and they'll try and keep us out and make it really, really hard for Liverpool. Um, on the other hand, I think if Liverpool can score first, it will bring Burnley out a bit. And I think Burnley, I think Liverpool will have a, a, an opportunity to go get a few more goals as well. Um, Jed, how do you how do you reckon this fixture is going to go? Um, I. I... I thought you guys would be a bit more confident, to be honest. Um, I guess, I mean, you know, Bur- yeah, Burnley are no pushovers, but um, I can see this being a comfortable win for Liverpool, to be honest. Um, I- obviously, they're not, I don't think they're going to go score four or five goals, but I, I think 2 0 is probably a solid prediction, and they'll, they'll dominate possession all game. Um, I-, I can't see Burnley getting much of a chance, really. Um, seems like uh, near enough a full strength team back for Liverpool now. Um, I can't really look beyond them, to be honest, mate. Glad to hear it. Very glad to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, quickly give us your thoughts on Liverpool Burnley. Four out of four. I think it's <laughs> going to be a, another comfortable game for you, if I'm being honest with you. I don't see there being another little shit house one nil win from Burnley. Um, mm-hmm. As a prediction, I'll say three nil. I reckon you'll do them three nil. Yeah, all the screamers are uh, predicting a win for Liverpool. So you can um, just bet on Burnley; you will get some cash yeah. this weekend. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, pl- I'm planning to captain Mo Salah, so uh, he's he's obviously gonna get sent yeah. off. Or something <laughs> Do nothing. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna come a little bit closer to home on the terms of or the, the bottom half of the screen if you're a visual uh, viewer where Billy resides um, as they host um, Newcastle at home. Billy, how how is this match going to go for Aston Villa? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I Thank have you no for your idea. insight. Well done for um, coming on the podcast with absolutely no idea <laughs> on how this match is going to go. <laughs> the thing is, if we're going off last week, then Newcastle will probably trounce us. But I'd like to think with another week of fitness in us and another a few important players back Douglas Louise back in training after his Olympic gold medal win um Ollie Watkins as well who we missed so much against Watford with that with his pressing he's hopefully going to be back as well but it's just there's such a question mark around Villa and how we're going to fit these forward players in I think Leon Bailey's going to start as well then you've also got Emi Buendia. Where does he play? Is he back out on the right? Do we play two up front? Do we play low Danny Ings with Watkins on the wing? There's so many question marks around Villa this season after, obviously, Greenish leaving. And it's it's. I just have no idea how this game's going to go. You saw the danger of St Maximin when Newcastle played West Ham last week. He just run them ragged and... There's obviously the potential that he could do that to us as well this week. So I've got my fingers crossed that he doesn't and we've got enough to nullify him. I'd like to think Dean Smith got into the players after such a horrendous performance. Um, So, yeah, I'm not going to predict this one. I can't predict Villa games, but yeah, 
You um, will, because I command it of you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go with the Newcastle 1-0 one, one win then. Whoa! Jesus. Ooh, well, I, I say hopefully. I was. I didn't get to finish my sentence then. He's going to get disowned on Twitter now. I know, man. Yes, get that it's clip. All in the mind. It's all in the mind. You've seen my predictions before. It's all in the mind. Well, I'm going to go ahead and actually, I think Villa will actually win this game. I think the Newcastle defence is just far too weak at the minute. Um, although they have a lot of... Um, strange to say this, they have a lot going forward I think at this minute in Newcastle I think Miguel Amaron's a solid player ASM I really rate is is an exciting player probably one of the more exciting players in the Premier League at the minute there in terms of what he can Mm. do with the ball at his feet Um, Callum Wilson is a a, you know he's another present um, season sort of veteran type striker um, Premier League level without a doubt you know he is one of those strikers that you can safely put in the Premier League level mark um I think it's a big test for Matty Target. Um, as you said, Billy was quite poor against Watford last week, and Pause I think an understatement. Yeah, um, <laughs> and he's gonna. That is a side where um, ASM likes to likes to go down, and, and um, that's where he got his assist from early on in the in the Newcastle West Ham game, uh, where he crossed it into um, Callum Wilson. You know, in, in his stud. And Declan Rice into the result. I was just like, I love that joke. It's not mine. It's, it's, it's fish from the football Rambo's joke, but um, it's just so funny. But yeah, I mean, if you look at a capable one-on-one defender like Declan Rice and the way he was turned by yeah. um, ASM, and that's, that's worrying stuff. Uh, Matty, Matty Target's got he needs to lay down a mark on this game and, mm. and really help with the defence. Obviously, you've got Tyron Mings and that side. Some say might have. Some might say has a mistake in him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So we'll see. I'm I'll be the first to admit that as well. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think I could, you might see um, Villa try a four-four-two. Um, I think Leon Bailey yeah. has to start. I think he's earned that. Um, he showed some exciting stuff. Um, Douglas Louise, if he can come back into that midfield with John McGinn, you could you, you could definitely fit Watkins and Ings up front. Um, and maybe I don't know who would you put out on the left? Would you would you put? Actually, younger. Uh, I don't know. I'd, if it if it was me, I think I'd have Wendy on the right, Bailey on the left. I know yeah. Bailey's more of a right winger, but with him being left footed as well, he's a he's he a whip the balls in. You know, what yeah. I mean? He's 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 like a, when, a, an inside forward is the easiest way yeah. to put it. He has left footed, but prefers to be in the left left side at the right side, so he can he can cut yeah. um, for for those that listen. Yeah, it's 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 fairly common. Most Salah is the, the absolute <laughs> expert at it. Um, yeah. with that well, superb left that he's got um, Jed what, what's your thoughts on, on Villa Newcastle um, it's a difficult one to call to be honest because um, as, as poor as Villa were last weekend and as good as Newcastle you know were um, they still conceded four goals so mm-hmm. and, and Villa have Danny Ings up front um, so yeah there's any number of possibilities that could happen on this one um, which means it's probably going to finish nil-nil Um Cool. <laughs> so, well, now that uh, you've said that, I'll be five each. Like, yeah, honestly, <laughs> genuinely don't know which which way it's going to go because, like we said, you know they had contrasting starts. In my opinion, you know, I thought Newcastle did play really well despite their their loss. They just came up against a better side, really, in West Ham, um, and were a bit bit shaky at the back at times. And, and then Villa obviously just weren't up for it um, against Watford. So, whether they'll have improved is you know remains to be seen. I think that going into the season. Villa fans probably would have been expecting six points out of these opening two fixtures, but there's a real possibility they could come away with none. Um, I, I genuinely, like I say, I can't call it at the minute. 
I think we've, I think that first game kind of brought us back down to earth a bit. <laughs> we, was, we were all on a high of Danny Ings and Leon Bailey and Amy Buendia. And then despite Grealish leaving, obviously, we was still on like a massive highlight. Like, oh my God, Danny Ings. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and yeah, I think the the key for this game, in my opinion, is going to be Ollie Watkins. If if he's back and he's there to do his pressing against such a poor back four that Newcastle have, then I do think that we could get a lot of joy. It's it's just such a question mark as to the defence, though. It wouldn't surprise me at all if we were to see Ashley Young actually start because that second half when Young was at left back last week against Watford, we kind of nullified Saar as much as physically possible really I mean they still had a few counters but and they obviously got the third goal which came from the the other side so yeah it wouldn't surprise me if we was to see a change in personnel but I also think for someone who was player of the season last season that'd just be a massive shot in confidence if you've got a 36 year old getting in ahead of you absolutely Absolutely. Um, we next go to Crystal Palace, Brentford. And I personally think Brentford can maybe carry some of that momentum of the great game they had against Arsenal into this. Um, Crystal Palace in a bit of a strange strange spot. They no longer have the the, um, the ever-present reigns of Roy Hodgson keeping them up. Um, Adam, I come to you because Roy Hodgson <laughs> has history with Liverpool. Um, Crystal Palace, Brentford, what are your thoughts? Um... Again, I think it's another difficult one, really. Um, I think Vieira came out in his press conference saying that he's going to continue to play um, academy players and, and mix it up with sort of like young young players in the squad. Um, and obviously, he's trying to he's trying to change this Crystal Palace style um, from obviously being very like resolute in, as you said, in, in a Roy Hodgson team to not necessarily playing complete sort of like free football, but the, the, trying to become more of a team that you know goes out and, and has a bit of a go. I think it can be a very dangerous game, especially in the Premier League when you don't quite have the quality on the pitch. Um, like again, the missing Eze as well, who's instrumental for them creating chances and and was throughout last season before he, he was important near the end, wasn't he? Yeah, last season. Um, but you know, and and on the flip side as well, Brentford, the confidence they're going to take after beating Arsenal two nil. And I, I think there's a there's a real buzz around Brentford at the minute, and 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 what they can do. I, I personally have, I think I'm in the minority in saying this, but I think they'll escape relegation, and and I think they'll really solidify themselves as a as a proper Premier League club. I think I'd for, for this one, I think I'm going to go with a Brentford win, and I'm going to say two one. I have to agree with you. Um, I think the the. the the mood, the mood around the club is ever so important to how they they perform on the pitch, and everyone in those Brentford players are is buzzing to play be to, to be playing in the Premier League. It's a brand new thing for them. Um, the the fans are you know they're going to they are away for this fixture, but they will I'd imagine travel within within it's game not, weeks. But it's I not just, too much of a journey for them. No, to be fair either. no, it's it's a strange one. Um, Palace relying on youngsters obviously just spent twenty million pounds in the young the young player from Chelsea that I've I've not. I, Apparently, is he a, is he a central defender? I think. Yeah, he was on loan at Swansea last year. He's on loan at Swansea. Um, I don't watch a whole lot of championship football, but um, um, if he's getting in the side, 
every single week in a championship and played 50 games just over in a, in a season and a half. I think that speaks to itself. He's, he's probably he's probably capable. And maybe if he's that if he's performing at that level that young, he's probably on a trajectory that takes him into the Premier League. So maybe twenty million pounds well spent. But academy prospects and a London based for London based clubs that aren't Chelsea and Arsenal as um, and Spurs as well is is bleak. And Brentford do not even have a had have an academy because they they cannot compete with these sides uh, for the youngsters. Um, Jed, I'm going to come to you, mate. What, where do you see this match going? I fancy Brentford as well, to be honest. Um, I think if Roy Hodgson was still managing Palace, it'd probably be a different story because it would be a, a bit more of a defensive-minded team um, up against Brentford and they'd probably try and look to frustrate Brentford. I don't know whether Vieira's Palace are going to try and do the same thing because obviously we, you know that Brentford realistically are going to try and press them um, like they did against Arsenal. Um I, I, I fancy them there, to be honest. I think the momentum from, from last week will, will carry them into this. And, you know, they look decent. Um, in, in Ivan Tony, they've got a player who can take a chance when it comes his way. And I think that's all they're going to need, really. Um, potentially just a 1-0. But, uh, yeah, I can see it going, going Brentford's way. I can't really see Palace winning. Um, although I do think that they, Gerhi is a good addition for them. Um, last season, he was he was very good for, for Swansea in the Championship. They've also brought in... Um, Joachim Anderson, who was at Fulham as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I highly rate him. At the end of yeah, last season. Great, and, and Yeah, I thought he was he was excellent for Fulham. So I think he'll be a big player for them as well. Um, and I think he I think he did play against Chelsea, but obviously, you know, was a pretty, uh, much, much better <laughs> side. So uh, this will be a, a, a good test for them as well, for Palace. But yeah, like I say, I'm, I'm, I'm team Brentford at the moment. Well, are you, are you on the, um, the same boat as us? Are you team Brentford? Uh, I am as well, to be honest with you, yeah. I just think just Ivan Tony can make himself a nuisance against <laughs> pretty much any sense back in the world, I think, really. And mm-hmm. I think he's going to pin himself on, um, how do you pronounce his name? Guhi, is it? Guhi. Guhi. Yeah, I think he's going to pin himself on him and win a few headers and knockdowns to uh, Mbwembo. And yeah, I think they're going to come away with the win here, Brentford. I think, like you say, the pressing as well. I think Palace will probably have their fair share of chances. I think with the pace of Zaha, um, but yeah, I just can't. I just don't see them winning it. If I'm being honest with you, I'm more inclined to say Brentford or a draw than to say Palace. But I'm going to say Brentford will win. Hmm. I was saying that will be a difficult day for the Brentford defence coming up a player against Zaha. They're, they're, It'll probably be the first. I mean, they did not come up against a, a, a good <laughs> Arsenal side in any way, shape, or form. And if they come up, if they come up against an informed Zaha, that will be the first taste of a, a real Premier League level player who can really yeah. run at you and do something, create moments of quality that you just can't find in in in, in the lower leagues. Um, so it'll be a bit. It's one I've got here, Matt. I can't wait to see the highlights of it. Um, next, we go to. Oh, sorry, sorry go, Adam. Just, just to add on quick, although saying that Smith Rowe was excellent for Arsenal, and, and he had I know moments, he's not, didn't he? He's not the heights of Zaha, but I thought the Brentford defence dealt with him really well for the, the chances that he was creating or trying mm-hmm. to create. Yeah, they definitely did. Um, Smith Rowe, for me, not not quite the finished product. Um, no, no, but yeah, definitely not. one. Of, I think maybe one of the most exciting youngsters in the league. But he has a big weight of his shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um, you know taking that number 10 jersey and, uh, and Arsenal, uh, particularly at Arsenal going through a, a, a difficult period. We will come on to them. Uh, but before we come on to them, I want to talk a little bit about Leeds and Everton because this is two managers that are 
top level managers make no mistake um and they play completely polar opposite ends <laughs> of football <laughs> so it's going to be a, a bit of an interesting one you, when you think of, when i think of rafa i think of you know uh, great organization um you know um players working for each other uh not massively free-flowing football it's all very well organized and ticking over and difficult to play against and even and, and difficult to defend against as well against Rafa because he is very um organized in, in how he sets his attacking play up as well but you know fleets they, they are just you know they do it's run past run past relentless sort of free-flowing attacking football right back scoring worldies you know it's it's <laughs> it's that kind of game uh, i'm going to come back to you adam how do you see this game going again as you said that you got two managers that are like they play football like it's a chess match but mm-hmm. they're like as you say polar opposites in the way that they do play the game i think this game will heavily rely on whether calvin phillips is back starting or not um i know bielsa said that he's he's looking fitter and he's closer to being back in the squad whether that means that he will be or not i'm not too sure um but you could see against Man United, and, and I mean, I know I, I know they lost us to a similar scoreline with him against Man United last season. But you just saw with uh, without him in that midfield last weekend, they, they just got torn apart. Like Man United yeah. made it look like a training match at times. Um, I so yes, yeah, so I, I think I think a big factor is going to be whether he starts this game or not, um, and if he does, I think he could be the key to Leeds maybe sneaking a win. Um, on the flip side, we saw obviously Everton pick up a win uh, coming back from, was I think they went 1-0 down, was it, mm-hmm. uh, against Southampton? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, we had, you, you've got the likes of Decore in the midfield for Everton, who was a beast. Um, Richarlison as well and, and Calvert-Lewin possibly. Uh, I, I, there, was a, there was a little rumours about Calvert-Lewin maybe not featuring due to injury. I'm not, I'm not too sure how, how true that is. Um, but look, I, I think if they've both got fully fit squads... I could see Leeds maybe nicking this one, or or maybe a. I think I'd go safe and one or go for a one all actually. Yeah, one all. Belly, I come on to you. How do you reckon this is going to go? I think Leeds are going to. I I say the word batter, but I don't think it's going to look like that in the scoreline. I'm going to go for a two nil Leeds win, but I think they'll obviously have the majority of the possession, majority of the shots as per. I think. Patrick Bamford's going to get his first goal of the season. Just signed a new five-year deal, I think, with them today. Um, I think Rafinha's going to cause them all sorts of problems. And for me personally, with or without Calvin Phillips, this Leeds team does beat uh, an organised Everton side, but it beats this Everton side, in my opinion. I just can't see any way about it, unless they're too organised <laughs> and uh, completely show me up. So, yeah. <laughs> definitely on the cards. Definitely on the cards. Especially Certainly wouldn't surprise me. Great counter-attacking players like like Richarlison, players that can hold up the mm. ball like Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Yeah, I mean, but then again, you have superb um, Leeds players, you know, Rafinha, Patrick yeah. Bamford, yet to get off the mark. I, I think he's actually going to go on and have another good season. Jack Harrison as well. Jack another Harrison, one that you've got um, to now the permanent man um, coming in. Stuart Dallas. <laughs> 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 they got, they got loads. Uh, Rodrigo as well. Um, Jed. Mm. 
what your thoughts I, ca- I personally can't call this match I don't really know which way it's going to go uh, and I don't want to try and if I would I'd probably go a, a draw would maybe be the one that comes in my head yeah. but until I see this game kick off I don't really know which way it's going to go but what, what are your thoughts I'm with Adam on this one um, one all is what I'm predicting I think the, the two teams might cancel each other out a little bit um, I do think that, that Phillips is a big miss for Leeds in the middle um, I think that potentially that might be where Everton do get the better of Leeds. But then, you know, I, I can see Leeds keeping hold of possession and just sort of pinning Everton back at the same time with their, you know, the way they, they work hard and, and press and look to attack and get a team. So I do think that it's, it's going to be an interesting game. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, again, on the fence with this one. I think it's going to be a draw because with Leeds, you never really know any, any game, do you, to be fair? No, but you know it's going to be a great game to watch. (laughs) At the very least, that's where you know know it's going to come on. Um, We're about halfway through, boys, so I just want to give a shout-out to our sponsor, Manscaped. Uh, For 20% off and free shipping and checkout, put in uh, code SCREAMERS20 to get some stuff for your balls. Anything you can think of for your balls. You get ball cream, ball toner, ball deodorant. Uh, and shavers for your balls and, and loads of other things for your balls in general. Boy, boys, since, um, how are your balls been balls since we got the... Many times, so. Yeah, balls, 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 balls. <laughs> <laughs> balls. <laughs> I was going to ask you how are your balls, but I just realised... Very smooth. Ah, oh, see, I didn't want that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I realised it was coming, I, was, I didn't want it, you know. They, uh, they smell incredible. I play. <laughs> well, get them out then. I'll <laughs> tell you what, though. I do recommend the uh, mouth mints. They are very nice. They're not for your balls. That's why I said mouth mints. That's why I said mouth mints. Fucking hell. I was going to say that. The science behind that, you know. <laughs> would be great, you know. Um, you know I'd, um, I'd, I'd recommend the boxer shorts from Manscaped, actually. I'm wearing them right now. They're, they're actually great. <laughs> I wore them. I wore them playing football last night, and yeah, uh, they were very comfortable to wear. Yeah, they're great. And they got like a little pocket for your balls. Balls. <laughs> right, moving on. <laughs> we must move on. Uh, Man City, Norwich. Um, before I give my predictions, let's go. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk uh, about Man City. Oh yeah, we need to. We need <laughs> Me to. Me and you both had them. Me yeah. and you both. <laughs> uh, let's go to Billy. Billy. How do you think this match is going to go? What will happen to um, John Grawlish or whatever his name was? That that guy they sold, they, uh, <laughs> they, they bought from you guys. Ninety seventh minute own goal to, <laughs> to win the league, to win the match for Norwich. That's that's, that's my main prediction. <laughs> oh, if we're being serious, so it's Mad City are going to win about six 0 aren't they? Like, what's the point in even turning up? <laughs> Well, Norwich, Norwich beat um, Man City in the, the last season. They had a, a they were in the Premier League. There you yeah, go. Three, two, was it? Yeah, it was, it was like one of the only ones they got that season as well. <laughs> <laughs> but you never know, guys. You never know. Um, Jed, what, what about you? Are you saying Man City win? That's all. Man City win, yeah. Of course I am, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't, you can't really look. You can't really look at this game and think, oh yeah, Norwich are going to go away to Man City and and turn them over. You know, like, mm-hmm. as as good as Norwich are, you know, Man City are better than them. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that will show, I, I, you know, Man City are going to have probably something ridiculous like 80% possession um, and 
I, yeah, I, you can you can make a case for Norwich not even having a chance to be honest in the whole game. Um, Do you know what? Do you know what? See, the amount of podcasts <laughs> I listen to and they just gush over Man City every time they come up on the screamers, everybody just wants to move on. <laughs> 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 Nobody wants to talk. Literally, about like uh, everything that you can say about them has been said already. Uh, yeah, about how good Man City are, and everyone's yeah. going to be predicting them to win every week, aren't they? So, I mean, they, they're they're going to have difficult games. They're boring season, to talk about, but yeah. Norwich aren't. They might as well put Scott. They are, they are, they are like robots, though, aren't they, Man City? Yeah. And that's that's why they're so boring to talk about. Yeah. Um. But I, I think as well, like the, the the fact that they lost to Tottenham, they're going to be even more desperate to get off the mark. I just don't. Yeah. I don't see a way. They did have a habit for a while. Um. In past seasons of whenever they wouldn't get a result, the next team they played, they they would absolutely slaughter. Um, so good luck, Norwich. It's going to be that. It's going to be that one, mate. It's going to be. It'd be something ridiculous, like a hat trick for Ferran Torres or something. Mm. And, you know, yeah. uh, John Stones, Jack, where are Jack you? Grealish, Jack Grealish will get five assists, and, and yeah. You know, all right, all right, Jed. Let's even go. Edison, <laughs> even Edison's going to score. You know, <laughs> it's going to be one of them. <laughs> Scores a hat trick of pens. <laughs> uh, Brighton, Watford, lads. Um, I don't want to talk about this one for too long because we are running low on time and I think this one is another one that's pretty hard to call this early on in the season. Uh, I mean, Brighton, they, they, did, they did come back, didn't they, and get the win against Burnley. Um, Watford were obviously very good against Villa here. Uh, both both starting the, the season very well with wins. Uh, do, do you have a prediction for this, Adam? Uh, based on the few injuries that I know Brighton have got, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go for a Watford win. Um, I just, I thought they were excellent against Villa. Um, I'll, I'll say I'm gonna say two one Watford. Jed, uh, I think two one Brighton actually. Um, I think home advantage will just will will help them through this one. Um, as 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 well as Watford played last weekend, um, I, I think Brighton have a, a stronger side. Um, and and play better football from what I've seen of them anyway. Um, and the Graham Potter so. Yeah, Brighton win for me. It's a crazy thing. I just remembered home advantage as a thing again. Yeah. It's a thing with fans <laughs> back. Home, home advantage. We had for the first time. Um, I think in the opening match week there was there was op- a majority of wins at, to the to the home sides. Um, probably. Which, yeah. Uh, Billy, are you are you where are you on this? Uh, I am the same as Jed. Actually, you, you're Brighton. Brighton. Yeah, I, know. I think uh, Watford have got their new striker Dennis out he came off against Villa mm-hmm. and I also think they've got um, the midfielder Kuko Kuka so, mm-hmm. so, something like that um, he's out for two to three months who also had a very good game against us um, I think they've got Will Hughes to bring, in, bring back into the squad but yeah I, I think Brighton will, I, I think they'll win it I don't think it'll be easy for them but I do think they'll win it I do like the um, Dennis <laughs> I was going to say, well, here's he'll be on that pitch swearing, swearing away. I, um, I, I do like that Watford have a, a player called Dennis, by the way. I'm hoping that they, they just add like a Steve and a, a Keith. Dennis, fill, to Steve. Just fill the team up with, uh, you know, classic. I thought you like, were going to make a Dennis the Menace joke then. I was, it's been oh, rigged no, by no. the commentators already. No, no, worry. No. I wouldn't yeah. go there, mate. No, I want to see a Martin Taylor territory, that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. right. Blokes down the pub kind of team. Oh, it's Dennis up top. you got Steve at centre-half. <laughs> Ethan goal. Graham on the wing. <laughs> right, too. 
Uh, we next go to St. Mary's where Southampton um, are going to host Man United. Are Man United going to carry on their good form? I personally think so. I think they're they very well against Leeds. Um, Billy, what are your thoughts to and Overall in Southampton, I don't really... I, I, I just don't back them against any team this season when, no. I, when I think about it in my head. What, what are your thoughts? I agree. Um, I don't think Southampton are going to have the home advantage. They'll be there, but they won't have an advantage. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's... I feel like it's going to be another similar 5-1 scoreline, to be honest with you. 9-0. Whether... <laughs> wouldn't put it oh. past them. I mean, if they're, if they're on, it seems to be a, like a, it must happen once a season. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, whether Pogba gets another four assists is another thing. But yeah, I, I think it's going to be a, a hammering for the Saints. Well, we'll have to keep getting soon as happy. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> but um, Graham Sooners come out. He's supposed to do that every single week. <laughs> Someone in the foot- <laughs> football ramo pointed out um, that that would leave Pogba on like 150 assists for this season. <laughs> <laughs> Which is asking a bit much, uh, quite clearly. Um, Adam, where do you see this, go- this game going? And do you think um, we can see a start from Jaden Sancho? Uh, I, he featured in the friendly against Burnley. Um, so I, I actually think we maybe could. Um, I think that was a sign of maybe Ollie just, just prepping him for for Premier League football um, and obviously he came on he got a little cameo against Leeds as well um, so I, I do think we could see a start from Jaden Sancho and and obviously that just bodes even worse for Southampton I'd literally apart from the fact that I think before we went live Ward Prowse signed a new deal with them which is the only positive coming out of Southampton at the minute that's, that's uh, news to me I, I'm gutted. Just oh, just, um, you, can, you can see Billy's eyes just go. What was he thinking? I'm, I'm so sorry I, to I break thought he was that, a Portsmouth yeah. fan as well. Do that if he was a Portsmouth fan, for God's sake. Yeah, I think I think it was a five-year deal as well. Oh, even worse. Five years of the championship. Adam breaking news on the streamers. It's, it's it's the only the literally the only piece of positive information I have to say about Southampton. I do really worry for them this season. Um, I've tipped them early to, to possibly even get relegated. I I see nothing else other than Man United maybe three 0 win really comfortable. Yeah, I think we could see Man United mix it up here um, because I I just don't see Southampton bringing a game to them. I mean, I think we will see Sancho start because this is a great great a great game to throw them in. You can maybe even see a Van der Beek start or, or, or make a cameo appearance just to add that extra attacking element. Um, but James Ward-Prowse is... I can't believe he's sending a deal. That makes zero sense to me why he would do that. Mm. I mean, he has so many clubs that would be happy to have a, a James Ward-Prowse. I'd have I him at Liverpool any, in a any team in Any team in the league would take, would take James Ward-Prowse, I think. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, he must just be a, a big Southampton fan. You know, maybe he's just going the way of Mark Noble. <laughs> He's there for the, he's yeah, there for the I, I, I just double-checked it is a five-year contract. Yeah. It's oh. a long old time. Jed, where, where do you see this match going? Is it very much the same as me and the boys? Yeah, yeah I think that Man United will, will be quite comfortable here, to be honest. Um, especially on last weekend's evidence, they were excellent against Leeds. Um, I can't really see Southampton putting up much of a fight, to be honest. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm thinking three, maybe four-nil. If... Um, if Pogba's firing and 
Fernandez has a good game. Um, and Mason Greenwood, I think, could cause some problems if he plays, um, especially against this. Southampton's defence seems they you know, seem to have lost a, a lot of big characters in there, big players. So um, they're they're basically just um, you know like whipping boys this season, aren't they? For the big boys, I think in the Premier <laughs> League, um, you can see them getting turned over by a lot of teams. I think. I think we'll maybe see them do some business in January. Um, mm. I mean, we could be wrong. We could, we, we, we could be wrong, but I just... I Anyone just know what the odds for Hassan Kutel first manager to be sacked are? That'd be interesting. <laughs> That'd be interesting. <laughs> that would be interesting. You know, what, you know what? I think he might... If if they do go down, and if he stays there, he'd take them straight back up. At the uh, probably, yeah. So yeah. it all depends on, you know, how badly it goes for them this year. You know, mm. If it does go badly at all. But uh, the way it's looking at the minute, it, you know everybody's tipping them to go down, aren't they? So Yeah. yeah. Which probably means they'll stay up. Probably. The next three <laughs> matches we go to, boys, are, in my opinion, the the, the more exciting matches of this yes. match week. Um, we have the, the Nuno Derby, which we're coming to now, where Wolves will host <laughs> Spurs. Um, and I think Spurs will probably continue. I mean, I thought they were excellent against Man City, um, and it looked as if the, the, the ties of Mourinho were completely cut, and they, they could play, um, mm. you know, some really really nice football. I like this new look, Deli Ali, uh, a stronger, more aggressive, hard Dread tackling, Deli Ali. yeah, hard physical working. sort of, yeah, Deli Ali. I, I quite like the, the, the look of that, um, and I quite like the look of the shape of Spurs in general under Nuno, uh, and and I don't think Wolves are quite there. They're still under a new manager. I think the Flamiris is a clear Spurs win and Spurs carry on a good form. Um, but do you think they no celebrates at the end? Do you think he celebrates any of the goals? I hope so. That would be funny, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> Adam, I'll come to you. What, what were your thoughts on this match? Um, I mean, I'm, I think I'm, I'm of a similar mind. I, I think Spurs will probably win this one. Um, continuing their form on from, from the Man City game, I think if you look past that first 15 minutes where Man City were on top of Spurs, Spurs looked really really dangerous and I'm look I'm not going to be one of those that sits and says Spurs are better without Harry Kane but if you look at the front three and how that they interchanged for Spurs against mm. uh, Manchester City I think that's a recipe for really disaster well for, for a team like Wolves they they looked really really dangerous on the break um as I said all interchanging sort of swapping sides and you know you could barely sort of keep up with it on the TV the, mm-hmm. the way they kept changing and swapping, um, they did rest all eleven starters as well. They had the Europa Conference League. Is that mm-hmm. what you call it? I, I don't the Europa no Conference, not Europa Conference yeah, League. They started that game as well uh, that played against Man City. So I think we did probably expect to see the same lineup feature against Wolves. Um, and I think, yeah, as you said regarding Wolves, I don't think they've quite settled in with with new management just yet. Um, and I think Spurs will take advantage of that and win two 0 I mean, much, much in the agreeance. Uh, Jed, Harry Kane, does he need to be in the Spurs side, given the performance against City? And will, um, he, will he be in the Spurs, squad, the Spurs squad for this game? No, I don't think so. Um, I, mean, I think he's back at training now, but so he might potentially make it make the bench. But honestly, I, I, don't, I don't see him starting, especially after the, the way that last weekend went for Wolves. Uh, first, but sorry. Um, they were excellent, as, um, as Adam summed up. They, you know, they played really well. Um, I was quite impressed with with the likes of Deli Ali. I thought Bergwijn had a good game, and, and obviously Son had put in a son, typical Son performance. Um, I think it'll be too much for Wolves, and Harry Kane's not really uh, needed for this game. Um, 
it'd be interesting to see whether he stays. I still think he's going to go on deadline day, personally. Um, but yeah. What a story that would be. Yeah, I think 150 million or something ridiculous like that on deadline day. I'm backing him to go. I'm backing back, him back in, April, no. back in April, Pep said that they couldn't afford a hundred million pound signing. They could have made two in one window. Yeah. <laughs> His actual words were, "As impossible, as impossible." Yeah. Well, it fucking well, it's not. There. <laughs> <laughs> you bald fraud. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I think Hurricane will go. Um, if you're the ma- Billy, I'll come at you. If you're the manager of Spurs right now, right, you've just come in. Um, You've got this world-class player that clearly made it... He's made it very clear that he wants to leave. Do you try and play him and convince him to stay? Or do you bench him and just let him sit there and watch? And if, especially if you can back yourself to beat the teams you're going to play. What do you, what do, you do? Do, you, do you fling him in or do you, do you bench him or do you leave him out of the squad? It's such a hard one to answer that because it's such a good player as well. I think if he was talking someone like a Lucas Mora say, although he's a very good player to, to Spurs, he's not Harry Kane, is he? Um, I think if he was talking about someone like that, then you'd probably say, just let him sit on the bench and whinge and whine. But this is Harry Kane. We're talking about the world class striker. One of, I mean, it's certainly between um, him and Robert Lewandowski for me for out and out best strikers in the world. Avronaldo to that as well, of course. Um, but yeah, it's I, I really don't know. I think Spurs will win this game no matter what. But I think this Harry Kane saga is what puts so many managers off coming to Spurs because they're, they're no matter what happens, they're going to. Well, I say no matter what happens, if he leaves, they're going to be known as the manager that let Harry Kane go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's it's such a hard one for Nuno. And I, I genuinely feel sorry for him having to answer all of these questions in press conferences. Like, talk, just talk about, yeah, yeah just talk about the game for once. It's literally the, it's the only thing people talk about because it's the only thing that's going to sell yeah. papers and clicks at the end of the day. And we've been talking about Nuno for quite a while as well. And we can, it was very clear um, to us that, that Nuno's next step was probably a Spurs or an Arsenal or, a, or a, um, like a Leicester or something like that. That was his next step in my agent, clearly. Um, that's kind of been undershadowed by the the fact that um, it wasn't first choice and that this hurricane saga is existing. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope to God it goes so I can stop reading about it. Um. <laughs> if, if I was Nuno, if I was Nuno, to answer your question earlier, Simo, I, I reckon I'd probably let him go. Um, he's At the end of the day, yes, he's world-class, um, but the amount of money they could get for him, they could quite easily reinvest in that team. And, but like, you know, strengthen Tottenham squad because mm-hmm. in my opinion they still need a you know a better centre back pairing than what they've got. Um re, don't you know, forget they've got Christian Romero coming in as well from yeah. Atalanta. He he will probably yeah. start. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's you know they've made obviously they've made additions to the team, but I think that for the amount of money they could get for Harry Kane, like 150 million you lot. could probably buy two or three yeah. players you it's know, a, it, for that money. It's, it certainly makes you think but it's such a Spurs thing to do what they did with the bail money again and bring in like an Eric Lamella or Buy someone like that. Yeah, Get the band yeah. back together. Yeah. <laughs> See, I think you. What, what's different this time is the the market's probably a bit more inflated, so they don't, probably don't buy as many players as they did with the bail money. Yeah. They bought like eight players or something, didn't they? Like, yeah. Um, yeah, but I Christian think if they Harrison go, they go the for, only one that really did anything. Yeah. 
No, I think they want they want a, a Martinez from Inter, don't they? Um, Latero Martinez. Yeah, and I think he'd be a the, great signing for them. Probably get him with, yeah. with that money, they could probably get him, and they could probably get at least one or two of a solid additions. And I think that um, you know that wouldn't be a bad thing for Spurs, although they're losing. I don't think so. Later. I don't I think it would be a bad thing because they've I still want to got ask Adam. Adam, we went through this recently, well, fairly recently, for 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 some Liverpool fans, where we continue was a, a, a star man for us, and I think myself, Jake, we were by the time we went, we were quite happy to see him go to see the saga end. Yeah. What about yourself? Uh, I, I look, I was I was the exact same um, with the Coutinho situation. He was, I think, from I, I think he was probably my favourite player at the time. Um, but to be honest, it was more the way he, I think, handled the situation um, in terms of like he was offering to pay like out of his own pocket to get himself out of the club and, and things like that. And and I just thought, you know, fuck you. Like, mm-hmm. um, but I think I was very much in the position when he did leave because up until that point, we hadn't really shown anything to him to suggest that, you know, we were going to be challenging at the very top. So I thought, you know, he's a really real special player here. He wants to go and challenge for titles and try and win a Champions League. Ironically, we did get to a Champions League final that year without mm-hmm. him. Um, well, I know he played some of the group games. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's probably probably a very similar situation for a lot of Spurs fans at the moment. And look, I think as the boys were saying, then it's probably a good idea to go and reinvest in in multiple players. It, it, look, it depends how much of a of a say Nuno actually gets in what players they bring in. Because um, I think it, it showed at, at Wolves. I think Nuno has more of that uh, sort of ethos where he's not looking for one main vocal point at a club. He's, mm-hmm. he's sort of, I think he tries to keep a team sort of more uh, balanced and well-rounded. And, and look, with 150 million to spend on a few players to bolster up that Spurs squad, it's going to be exactly what he needs. So I don't think he would actually care too much. I, th- I think similarly to Klopp, um, Klopp seemed to, you know, he, he seemed like he didn't really want to let Coutinho go, but it was he was very much of the mind where it's, it's not the end of the world if he does. Uh, we're going to get money. We're going to be able to reinvest, and we're going to be going to be potentially stronger without him, and uh, as Liverpool were without Coutinho. Where do you spend that money on the pitch, Adam? Oh God! <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I think I think I think Jed alluded to it. Um, the Latero Martinez aren't, aren't good enough. Oh, sorry. Who was it that said the two centre backs weren't good enough? Yeah, Jed yeah, said that as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sorry. Um, it, it was yeah. The, the, I think I think the two centre backs are, are key. Um, you know, look, it, it's the age old saying: um, attack wins your games, defence wins mm-hmm. your titles. Um, I think I think that's the area I'd look to strengthen first and foremost. Um, it's, it's getting who in though, like who. Who's really around as a centre back at the moment? I think there's um, what's his name? Is it Pau Torres, the Spanish guy? Mm-hmm. Mm. I saw I saw something available? saying that he turned them down though because they didn't have Champions League football. Oh, did he? Mm. That that ah, that's well, just what see, I've seen. Go, it, could, it could have been wrong. Well, that's um, that again. Look, that's another issue for them: the fact that they don't have Champions League and they don't even have yeah. Europa League football. You know, they're, <laughs> they're they're playing in a tournament where if they win it, they get the luxury of getting into the Europa League. They're, they're not in. They're not really <laughs> in like a position to think of that power. They would do in the league. In the league, anyway. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, they're, they're not really in a position of power, so they don't. I, I'm guessing they don't have a, like a big a big luxury of, of of who they could bring in. I'd I'd look to strengthen the two centre backs first, um, as I said before. Because I think you can utilise Son as a striker and he'll do very well. I think he, he's not going to get you as many goals as Harry Kane will, but 
yeah, but he, you know, you he, he can certainly do a job. Um, and then depending on what you've got left over, I'd, I'd maybe look to to potentially add a striker so that we're not you're not shuffling uh, a Son Bergbein or even Lucas around. Yeah, great points, boys. Uh, we go next to the London derby of the weekend. We have Arsenal hosting Chelsea. Um, I'm going to go out right and say it. I see. Uh, I see a Chelsea win here. Uh, I'm going to come at you, Jed. What, what are your predictions for the Arsenal um, Chelsea derby? Uh, very much in the same camp, mate. Um, Chelsea have got a very strong side that's just got stronger with Lukaku coming in. Uh, I think he's going to be available for this one. Um, whether he starts, I don't know. But if he comes on, he causes Arsenal all sorts of problems. If they, I think they couldn't handle Brentford, um, they ain't going to be able, able to handle <laughs> Lukaku and Chelsea. So uh, there's only one way I see this going. Unfortunately for for Arsenal fans, it's, it's not. Um, not going to be a, a good day. A difficult for one for Ben White. He had he was on mm. on paper for me the worst player on the park for Arsenal against Brentford. Um, and given his big <clears> price tag, after that you as for him from him individually you probably want another game where you can kind of get a bounce game, you know. But to go mm. on against Chelsea, you know, if Lukaku's on the pitch, that is an absolute nightmare for him. We had trouble with Ivan Tony. Try Lukaku is just world class, <laughs> one of the best strikers <laughs> in the world. Um, no, he's. Arsenal need to do better. I would, if I was Arteta, I'd deploy a back three as well um, against this um, Chelsea side because of the of the the firepower they have going forward. If, if they let a Pulisic and a, and a, a Timo Werner um, run at them, then I think they can cause real real problems. Um, Billy, coming to you, um, what what are your thoughts? Can Arsenal beat this Chelsea side? Uh, no. <laughs> 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 um. Uh, it's going to be a torrid time for Arsenal on Sunday. Um, I'm going to say, quite simply, a 3-0 Chelsea win. Lukaku, Havertz, Mason Mount. Hmm. Adam? Don't stick your money on that, by the way. It's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> do, you know, do, you know, do you know something? I'm, I'm, going to try, I'm going to try and play devil's advocate here. Arsenal are becoming a bit of a... <laughs> I'm laughing even trying to say it. <laughs> Arsenal are becoming a bit of a, a, a bogey team for Chelsea. I think I think you could maybe say that in the last five meetings, I think Chelsea have only won once. Yeah. Um, Arsenal winning three and, and, and a draw in the other game. Mm. The, the way Arsenal set up tactically against the bigger teams as well, I think they tend to get better results against, um, against the stronger opposition because we're at a point now with Arsenal where the pressure isn't really on them. So if Arsenal go and get a draw against Chelsea, which they might even just try and do, it almost looks like a win. Like you look at that mm-hmm. result and you go, "Ah, oh, Arsenal have done all right." You know they've they've got a draw. Um, yeah, and I apologise for any Arsenal fans that I'm just uh, insulting here by belittling the club. They are they um, are aware. They are aware. I think, look, I, 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 I think they are. Uh, it depends if Lukaku starts. Well, plays really. I think I think he's had one or two training sessions with Chelsea. So the fact that he's going to, I think he'll definitely at least be on the bench. Um, and as the boys mentioned, look, if he's coming up against Ben White, it's he's going to get bullied. Um, obviously, Ben White getting bullied, not Lukaku. Um, <laughs> I don't think Lukaku will have any problems whatsoever. <laughs> but look, I'm I'm gonna having what I having said what I have said. I I think Arsenal are going to sneak a one all and 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 come away with a draw today uh, on Sunday. I think Arsenal fans go home happy. 
if if that's the case, if that's the case, I think Arsenal yeah. fans go home happy if they get I the point. I think Arsenal fans Chelsea. would be buzzing yeah. with that. They, yeah. they should be over the moon if they get yeah. that. I'm not being funny. <laughs> Absolutely, it'll be interesting to see how Arteta sets up against this Chelsea side for mm. sure. Um, for the final match, boys, uh, another um, thigh rubber. Um, the 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 best of the rest are be West Ham against Leicester City. Um, where do you see this match going, Jed? Uh, I think it'll be a, a, a very good game of football. Um, I can see Leicester sneaking the win. Um, I think two one potentially. Um, I think they're you know, they're both very good sides on on the counter attack. Um, so it's going to be a, essentially could be a bit end to end. I think it could I, be end to end this game. I think there's going to be a lot of attacking play in this game. I think Leicester just have a little bit more quality up top, um, and I think that'll they'll make it count basically. Um, so yeah, I see, I see them two one. Vardy and Ian Acho on the score sheet. I think Adam. Um, I'm going to say this is going to be not like a massive shock, but one of the more shocking results of the weekend. I'm going to say West Ham win 4-1. Ooh. Ooh. Cool, Blimey. Yeah, Put your left on the line, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, what are your reasons for that? Um, I don't really have any. <laughs> <I just> think... <laughs> You're fitting in just fine on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I think I think it's just going to be one of those games. Like West Ham, have been fairly free scoring against Leicester in in the last few games that they have played. In in all fairness, um, look, I think I think the additions of, of Ben Rama combining with the likes of, of Bowen and Antonio, um, I think it's going to be a lot for the Leicester City defense to handle. Um, likewise, you know Declan Rice and, and Suchek in the midfield that that just sort of dominate. They have a very strong midfield. They do win. A lot of midfield battles they do play, um, certainly against teams that are sort of outside of that top four. Um, and again, there's no real reason for the four-one. I just, I can just see it being one of those games that that we sort of look at at, at the end of the day and think, fuck, just a bit of a shock result. Yeah, <laughs> eight um, goals in two games for West Ham. <laughs> I think um, I, if, if it's not four-one, though, I do. I still, I still think West Ham would win if it was even if it wasn't. Yeah. Result. I'd still say maybe yeah. like two-nil West Ham or two-one. Billy, coming at you, where, where do you stand on this? Um, first off, I don't appreciate the best of the rest reference, I've got to be honest <laughs> with you. It may, it may be true, but I don't appreciate it. <laughs> that does not concern me, but uh, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I think Leicester have got too much for West Ham, to be honest with you. Although, although I do agree with Adam, I think Ben Rahm is going to have a great season. Like I said, linking up with Bowen and Antonio, if he stays fit, of course. Um, but Leicester have Harvey Barnes and Yuri Tielemans, which is enough for me. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to say a 1-0 Leicester win with Harvey Barnes getting the goal, I think. This is a, this is the first match of the of the weekend that the screamers have been split. I'm actually um, in favour of West Ham this game. I think West Ham are going to go and win this Four. game. Uh, I don't think 4-1 <laughs> <laughs> but I think the wedge and I think it will be a thriller I think there will be a lot of attack and play in this game I think it will probably be about 3-2 we could even see a 4-3 I think this will be the fire over the weekend or it will be a 0-0 because this is what this is what I say and, to, and I'm always wrong <laughs> when I come out and say something like this but um, I just look at the West Ham side and I just see them as equal to, if not better than, than Leicester. I think Mikel Antonio is fantastic. Jared Bowen, I think, is is a similar player to Harvey Barnes. I think Harvey Barnes edges it. Um, but 
Ben Rama is he's got a lot of technical aspects to his game. Obviously, Jamie Vardy is such a such a good fixture. This um, I think mm-hmm. West Ham edge it in the midfield for me. Certainly one to look out for, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think West Ham edge it for me in the midfield. I think Suchek and Rice uh, and whoever's the third man in that midfield is 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 going to edge it for me. Um, but um, and both both defence is fairly solid as well. Even with the absence of the uh, young Fofana, uh, that was going to be a, a starter for Leicester mm-hmm. this season. They've also bought well mm-hmm. and Bednarek is he's a he's a Vestergaard. The Vestergaard, sorry, <laughs> the other <laughs> one, the other one um, is a is a is a solid signing. Um, and even Ryan Bertrand as well is is is, is even though I could I think he'll struggle again. Vestergaard's such a threat from yeah. uh, set pieces well and both boxes. Tight. And yeah. both boxes. I mean, either see if either of those clubs could get a Kurt Zuma. Um, I've seen mm-hmm. like he's probably been linked to like Spurs and Arsenal, but if, you know if a West Ham or a Leicester could sneak in there and get a Zuma, that would be a, that would be a, a big signing for them as well. Uh, but that is going to do us for today, lads. Um, just before we end, I want to thank our sponsors, Manscaped. Again, Screamers20 at the checkout to get 20% off and free shipping. Uh, and I want to thank you, lads. Thank you for coming on uh, and joining me this evening. I hope you've uh, enjoyed it. Of course, pleasure as always, mate. Very good. Yeah. Thank yeah, you for thank lying you for to the me. audience. <laughs> um, <laughs> and thank you to the audience for listening to us or watching us. Um, we've, we've got, um, we've got a, a couple of clips up on YouTube, um, which is nice. I know the vast majority of our audience is, is, is audible listeners, but we do appreciate you as watchers, you freaks. <laughs> 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 but until the next time, uh, cheerio, bye. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.